Yo, my people, I saw Quince podcast episode eight. Hey, man, it's been a while. Let's just be real. Let's keep it real. It's been a while. I think it's been almost a month, maybe even over a month since the last episode. Um, I know a lot of you guys have been waiting for this Euros episode, man, and I've been slacking, man. I was supposed to do one before the tournament even started, innit? But life, innit? Life, stuff comes up, uni, like my own personal football stuff. You know what I mean? So I just, I just didn't have the time. But we're here now. I've timed it near perfectly. Now there's a cheeky couple days with no footy on because the group stage just ended. So there's quite a lot, quite a lot to talk about, man. Quite a lot to talk about. And I'm going to have my boy MJ on the pod. We're going to talk about the Euros. He's going to tell me what he thinks. Who's been the best? Who's been most disappointing? All of that jazz. Maybe a bit of central talk. You know how it goes. Yeah, man. This should be a good episode. I'm excited. I'm happy to be back. We've got to make it worth the wait, man. Let's get it. And just a disclaimer that the audio is quite bad in some patches. So apologies for that. Ah, right, yo, my people. I'm back. I'm here with my boy, MJ, Mogadishu Jones. What do you even call yourself nowadays, bro? Fam. MJ, isn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> MJ. <laughs> Why can you put me in the spot like that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we're here to talk about the Euros. Ah, right, man. It's, it's been a few games since my last episode, man. Missed out the whole group stage. I've been slacking in it, so we've got a lot to talk about, man. But, bro, how you doing anyway? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What are you saying? Yours has been good, though. Yeah, no, nah, it's been entertaining still. Like, what? Like, international football, like, what I love about it, like, the upsets and all the smaller teams that people that like, North Macedonia have been on the show. Man, I've heard of North Macedonia before the Euros. Yeah, serious, fam. Man, didn't I didn't even know that thing was separated still. I didn't know there was a North and South. And Yeah, literally, me too. Oh. I knew Macedonia, but I didn't know it was like different parts or whatever. Fam, I even had to ask my mum. I said something about Greece and ancient land, fam. I, I can't even lie, fam. I, didn't, I had no clue, fam. But it's true. That's the that's the kind of shit that the Euros does. It just brings up little sm- small nations. They get a name in that. They get a little buzz. You even see the I, fucking girl, girl running it back. Yeah, nah, Bell ran it back. Well, against Turkey. Yeah, against Turkey, classic performance, bro. Serious performance, fam. Class is permanent, things, fam. Literally. Um, well, fam, do you know what it is as well? Yeah, I think fans coming back saved this tourney. Yeah, hundred. Like, it gave it a different atmosphere. Um, like, you can feel this between um, an empty stadium and a stadium jumping with fans. The difference is mad, fam. The difference is actually crazy. So mad. It you even makes a better viewing experience. Like, yeah, quite stadiums, like, it yeah. doesn't hit the scene. Yeah, like, no. the amount of gold I watched this season, and I'm thinking, this goal deserves and screaming in the background is, like, so mad. Yeah, yeah. Fam, football, football's been suffering for the past 16-ish months, bro. I'm telling you, fam. No fans, no fans has actually taken a massive element of, of football entertainment away. Like, I don't even know, like, post-lockdown, yeah, I think we was we was all gassed that football came back, innit? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. When I watch back and I look at highlights from them games, bro, the thing was so whack. Zero. Bro, remember, zero. remember the game against Bournemouth, bro? Like, the 
banger that he scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine the Old Trafford crowd screaming behind him for that one. Would have been crazy. Would have been. You know the one with the camera shakes when man running off the camera shaking. Yeah, That's fans have been a big miss. So fans coming back to the Euros just added everything. And the fact, yeah, this is what this is what people have been talking about, innit? Because people have been talking about the fact that there's not one home nation, innit? Yeah. But the thing about that, yeah, is that we've managed to see games in countries where the COVID thing ain't so crazy right now. Yeah. So they can have full stadiums. Because, you know what, yeah, the thing is, at first, my argument was like, yeah, the home nation thing is better when it's just one. And I do actually believe that still. What do you think about that? I, like, cause I don't know. I've just gotten used to like having an Euros in one or max two countries. Because I think 2012 was like Poland and Ukraine. Yeah. But anyway, but like, well, the thing about like just having it everywhere in the middle of a pandemic, I don't think it's that smart. Yeah, no. Nah. Like just, just from a, like, that perspective, just from like a like outside of football perspective, just on a thing where I just don't think that having a, an international tournament with hundreds of different players in several different locations in the middle of a global pandemic is the best idea. But as a football fan, like I feel like you get to see various different atmospheres in that. And it makes for good viewing experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. So the thing about the home nation, yeah, it's just that like you see it with the World Cup in 2014, yeah. Yeah. Man, just buy into the whole Brazil culture, like you know what I mean, like. Remember ITV Brazil. Nah, the, the vibes for the 2014 World Cup were on the, on the same vibe, Samba Ting. Even in 2010, Vuvuzelas, South Africa, it definitely adds something in it. And like even the merchandise, like the kind of boots yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff, yeah. like the whole merch, like it's, it's yeah, so yeah. sick. It's way better. And the fact that the, this Euros, the fact that they decided to go against that for the first time, and it was in a world pandemic where obviously COVID is just going everywhere, just hitting up every block right now, fam. It, it doesn't make sense still. It doesn't make sense. But that positive is there though because imagine it was just England right like right now every game at Wembley yeah. 10k people there bro that's not going to feel like a tourney you know fam I'm not going to this is a whole different what? subject yeah but Wembley I think Wembley's washed bro I think Wembley's washed what you like in terms of atmosphere bro I think Wembley's rubbed out bro I feel like man there's just been too many games at Wembley like it's just done like, you know what it is fam man, man, man I every week building their stadium it just took away from the magical. We were playing home games at fucking Wembley. Wembley is a cup final home. Yeah. Like you're not missing a game or Champions League group stage game at Wembley. Yeah, definitely. Spurs, Spurs making it their home did definitely add. It it took something away from like the Wembley aura. Like it's 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 a prestigious place. Like no disrespect to Spurs, but man seeing Spurs against Burnley at Wembley and that on Saturday. Literally, bro, like. Like I'm thinking, what 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 is this? Treating it like Villa Park, fam. Like no quality control. Like just letting anyone into the <laughs> stadium. It's mad. That pitch, bro. KSI and that stepping foot on that pitch, bro. bro like they're having cherry games at Wembley. Like come on, bro. Hashtag United in that, bro. Eddie Eddie nah, it's uh, Eddie Pack opener getting a touch on Wembley's green grass, bro. Is is it's blasphemous, fam. Wembley blasphemous. used to be like what you used to you used to dream of playing at Wembley as a kid. <laughs> no. If you've got a PS4, 
and you've got a you've got a camcorder, fam. You can play at Wembley. <laughs> they let anybody on that pitch, bro. Yeah, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, but this is what I'm saying, yeah. And then put that into um, contrast with the France versus Hungary, bro. That stadium's rocking, bro. Bro. <laughs> that stadium's rocking, fam, like a concert, bro. Eastern European fans, isn't it? Like they have they have their problems, innit? But one thing you can't say is that they don't bring atmosphere. Bring it, bro. Them and are jumpy. Bro, hella words, hella hella racist words in there. Couple couple racist words in there, fam. Couple chants in there, fam. They make the thing hella hostile, fam. Bro, now you don't you do not want to play there. Don't want to play there, bro. Fam, this is what I'm saying, and 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 this is what I'm, I mean about smaller teams. We know about the disadvantage smaller teams have had in the past um, yeah. months with no home advantage. Now every game is basically a neutral game, every away game. United nearly about to break invincible record, the Arsenal Invincibles record of away away um unbeaten run. Like Jeremy, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Like literally, this is this is one of the worst United teams that we've had. This is probably the worst era of United's recent history. Yeah. And like a record like that that stood for how long. Exactly now, nah, nah, it's a Fugazi still. But obviously Mel still break that, but it is a Fugazi. Even flipping, you see the national anthems, like everyone except England screams it. Like the whole thing will be screaming, like, after God save the Queen, I'm in trouble. I don't know anything. Oh, that's it. Uh, nah, nah, I hear you still. But this is what I mean, yeah. The Hungary versus France game, that finished 1 1, yeah. On my life, with no fans, that's a slapping. That's a France 3 0 slapping. Come quick thing. Just a quick, just a quick one, bro. Oh, just, a jogging, right, just a jog in the park, three 0 just onto it's the. It's like track. a training session, and I without and fans. Big thing, and now it's and then it becomes something else, like bar, like we're really playing against a whole other country. Like felt like the whole country's in the stadium. You know what I mean? Literally. And then they've earned a draw out of that. Obviously, it didn't mean anything in the end because Hungary um, got bounced out, but they put up a fight. They put up a serious fight, man. They put up a serious fight. And obviously, I was in Manny. You know, I was in Manny um, last week on yeah. some thing. And so I was living with my uni mates. And one of them's Hungarian, isn't it? Yeah. So the vibes when Hungary was playing were crazy. It was, it was, it was a sick atmosphere still. And when I, obviously, the Portugal game, obviously, man was rooting for Portugal. But when they were playing France, I just started supporting Hungary, fam. When the, when the Hungarian players scored, my man jumped off, off the sofa, yeah. Donnie's just screaming and that looked bare shocked and that man rips his t-shirt, bro. <laughs> oh, don't fucking kill me. I tweeted it. Donnie ripped his t-shirt like Incredible Hulk, fam. This guy's massive as well. Donnie just ripped the thing off. Hell of emotion. Fam. International fam. Like, club football obviously has high quality because you can you can build your team. Like, international football, you just get what you're given, innit? Yeah, exactly. Pride, it's just something different. Pride is crazy, especially in in the smaller nations where men are really, really like in t- in tune with the pr- with the the nation, like because obviously like the politics, especially in a country like England, obviously like we're from different places, isn't it? Like man, I'm from the Caribbean, you know what I mean? Like man suffer from racism in England, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you'll get man, you'll get man you're not English you'll get people saying that like it's it's all mad like yeah, exactly. I feel like in the smaller countries there's like more community cohesion yeah. like there's a more shared identity that they have therefore bro because 
you see even just stuff like booing the knee fam the nation is so torn about something like booing the knee people are booing it people are cheering it you know what i'm saying like there's such a divide in in the country about that just like when you just and when you take it down like strip it down to its bare bones just about black rights you know Black lives, lives matter, bro. Like we can't even agree on Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? I even say that, like, some people think it's an empty gesture, or whatever. It? But at the end of the day, what's what's the difference between taking a knee? Like, is different that like, you take you can you can't take a knee because you shouldn't mix politics with football apparently. But you can yeah. wear a poppy and all these different things to get a message of cross or remember something that happened historically that nah, it doesn't make sense yeah nah this but this is what i'm saying so there's so there's so much division in the nation and obviously loads of people like myself i don't know if you if you have the same stuff but like loads of people just about how english they actually feel nah i have that i have that conversation exactly and that definitely takes away from like the the community says obviously there is still people in england are still running together and that coming behind yeah. it they're twisted but in them nations, them hungry places like that, everyone's on the same page. You know, right. everyone's on the same page. Everyone's just going in one, you know, one path in it. So, it, and you and that you can see that in the stadium, the emotion comes out. I think even if Wembley was packed like that, I don't know if we'd be bouncing like that consistently. Do you know what I'm saying? So fam, mm-hmm. fans coming back, but just in general, fam, fans coming back have been massive for the tournament. Nice. But you know, we I want to move on to some stuff. I've got some questions for you, bro. Not even to make this an interview, but man, man got a couple of questions for you. Actually, you know what? Fuck. Before we even get into that. Yeah. We was waffling. We was waffling about Euros, fam. We gotta address Sancho, bro. Bro. We gotta address Sancho, bro. Bro, if I never heard Sancho for the rest of my life again, I'd be a I'd be a happy man. <laughs> Two years. Bro. Two years, fam. But it looks like years. it looks like it looks like we're coming to the coming to the end of the saga. It's looking like United might actually have finally got to act together. I still don't know. I still I still can't even call it, bro, because you know, fam. You know when you got trust issues with United in the transfer market, bro. Man might even just go on my phone now, see that United pulled out the central deal over five mil or something stupid like that, bro. Absolutely. Seeing United drug transfer so is different. You know, you meant to get sniped for ten years at one point. Bro, fam, these men love the gossip. I don't know what it is these men love to long out. It, just, it sells the papers in it, but it's long, like it's long, bro. It's giving man career. It's giving fucking Fabrizio Romano career. Fam. Bro, how many followers? Let me even check. How many followers does that guy have now? Bro, Donny touched a milli. He's got a million on Twitter. That guy. Like, like the way, one. The way this this transfer. So- Boosted his reputation and his following. Just saying the same thing as well. He's two million followers, bro. Two mil. Three point two. Ah, oh, he dragged it. That's what I'm saying. Bro, he's moving like a rapper, fam. Moving like a bro. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> just to tell us personally, like... read. I already knew that. I knew that a month ago, bro. Can I have something new, fam? This guy's ridiculous. I think United fan keep giving him the interaction like you'll never get bored of that saga fam. I bet he doesn't even want it to end yeah nah, he's he making it but nah it looks like it's come to an end though so what are we saying I'm, I think it's around it's gonna be like 90 probably uh, euros 90 million euros I don't know what that translates to something 
I think the high 70s power. Um, yeah, I think what? it's like 77 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what are we saying? Good deal or not? Um, 77 mil is a good deal. Yeah. Think- with the add ons and that, that factor in it. Yeah. And I, to be honest, I feel like we're overpaying him. I don't think you can get anything in this current market without overpaying from Yeah, you can't still. You can't. Nah, you can't, especially what he's... He's an England international. He's going to get better. Mm. Like, how many under the age range can you see are better than him? Maybe maybe two or three. Yeah. And them and are talking... Them and they are like 100 mil players anyway. Yeah. You know, so it's like... And, and people people got him high, man. People got him high. A lot of people think he's um, better than guys like Foden and, and Haaland and that. So. No, I've, I've, been, I've been behind both of them. Well, you got him behind both of them? Yeah, I've got Haaland. I think I'd say Haaland in it because uh, goals is just... His goal is just too bad. He's yeah. 21 years old and he's a... He's a what? He's a... He's 20-21 and he's a 40-goal-a-season striker already. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's not even a thing where... It's like he's just a Bundesliga bully because he's got what twenty or twenty Champions League goals in two seasons, bro. That's yeah. ridiculous. He's balling in Champions League every year. Group stage, he's killing them in the group stage, bro. Even knockout stages, he's getting his goals, but like the team's just not, not doing their thing to go through. Yeah, he's gonna move anyway. But I nah, I mean, if you got if you got Haaland over Central, I can't just say no to that. Yeah, I mean, I can't yeah. do that. I think even I might. I don't know, man. I know I've been thinking about this stuff for a while, man. Just been enjoying the Euros, bro. But Foden as well, yeah. The thing about Foden is, if man told me that they think Foden's better than Sancho, I can fully understand the argument. Yeah. Like fully, like I've even thought like that. I felt that way as well before, innit? But for me, it's like let me just see what Sancho is like in the Prem, before I even, you know what I mean? Because Sancho might come and look significantly worse than Foden. Or he could come him and look significantly better. I don't know, you know. I really don't know. Because one of those yeah. opinions that I have here, like, it's not, it's not one of those opinions that I have that are certain strong. Yeah. Like, because it's really based on circumstances and shit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, like if one essentials better than Foden, I'd be like fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's. Yeah. Well, anyway, we we we're getting a good player though. We're getting a good player. Oh, hundred. What do you think? What do you think, like, the role we have for him? Because I'm seeing bad talk. Like, people are saying, what, long on the left, and then other people are thinking on the right. Like, obviously, I, I'm thinking that we're spending that money to play him on the right because we've seen flip what? The ghost of one matter and, mm. and James on the right-hand side in recent years. So it seems like a no-brainer, but then you get loads of people talking about how he's better on the left, which I do agree with. But he's very, he's more than competent on the right hand side, and it's like a clear void in our team. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you, bro. And you know what? Yeah, even this one is a bit fluid. My opinion on it because for months I was always said, yeah, come in right wing because like things you're saying, like Dan James, Matt, are we like right wings? Obviously, there's a problem there, isn't it? Uh-huh. We need balance. Greenwood towards the end he was doing better, but I don't like him as a right winger, knowing that yeah, he's yeah, an option. Going into a new season, I don't want that. So it's like, that's why I wanted Sancho on the right, because, like, yeah, I know he can do the job there. But part of me feels now 80 fucking mil 
Num- like, obviously, he's not going to be number seven, but he is basically the new number seven. Yeah. Everyone's kind of watching. People waiting for him to slip up. People waiting to see if he's the real deal. All that kind of Ronaldo pressure, even though I don't think that is his profile at all. 100. That Ronaldo pressure is going to come to him still. The world's going to be watching. So for me, I think maybe just ease him in as a left winger because it's clearly his best position. Yeah. You might as well win it because you want him to start confidently and you can see on the left, obviously, if you're an inverted winger, you're just going to be better anyway on the left. So I feel like start him on the left and let him get his confidence up, you know, maybe get a few assists, get a goal and that, you know what I mean? Because I feel like on the right, maybe I'm just underrating him as a player, isn't it? But on the right, Coming in, I know it's not going to be as smooth and we want the smoothest transition into Premier League football as possible. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, so, he, he might come in right wing and people are like, I don't know, the fullbacks, everything's different in the Prem, structure of defences. Uh, I said defences. I've been watching too much NBA from. <laughs> and hold on, a right-footed right winger, maybe you need that burst that he doesn't really have. You know what I'm saying? And it's getting exposed. Yeah. But this might just be me. Hey, man, I might just be hating by accident. But I think just maybe left wing, bring him in and then still get some games at right wing. But you know how I want him and Rashford to always be fluid in games, man. Yeah. And Rashford needs to focus on being a fucking in-behind threat and a goal scorer. Yeah, instead of waiting to receive a ball in it. Like, or trying to take a man on the dribble. That's Sancho's bag, fam. That's what Sancho needs to do when he comes. Not Rashford. Rashford needs to get on the end of the passes. Rashford basically needs to do what Sterling been done like in terms of his progression as a player in my opinion like how Liverpool Sterling or even early City Sterling like he's always dribbling and he's always on the ball he's taking his man on and then he got to because he started he became just crazy off the ball in terms of his movement and his ability to stretch defences and shit like that like by him led to him taking less touches and stuff yeah Pass a move thing, bro. Nah, literally. Pass a move, bro. The ball never sweats, fam. When I was um, training at, at a club when I was a youth, yeah, my coach said to me once, because I used to dribble bears. My coach yeah. said, he said, quiz, pass the ball. The ball never sweats. Fam, I don't know what happened. That just changed my whole outlook on football, you know. Like, it's actually true, still. Just make the ball work, fam. Why am I dribbling past three, four men? Just make Sometimes. the job, fam. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need, you need those coaches. Sometimes it's a coaching thing. Like, Sancho has that, you know. Sancho has that. He has that ability to know when it's just a one-touch thing or it's just yeah, a touch yeah. and play it quickly. He's a smart player. His IQ is off the charts, fam. Like, really when, when to commit someone and just collapse a defence, fam. Do you know what I mean? So, nah, I'm fucking excited for that, man. I'm excited for that signing, man. Hopefully, yeah. we'll get it done next week. That that decision making certainly been missing for time because we have a very squad. Hella bozos. We have hella bozos. Rashford is a mad bozo. Martial's a flipping bozo. Dan James just shouldn't be at Manchester United at all. Dumb. These men are actually dumb. Like we've got stupid players. Sancho, bro, we need. These men are stupid. Yeah, now Sancho, man. Hey, let's just hope we get over the line. But hopefully, fam, because this saga's just been dragging for what two years, fam? Like two years? That's too long. Yeah, no, nah, it is. But let's move on. Let's move on to the Euros, because I know man ain't even tuning in to listen to us talk about Sancho, innit? Yeah, fair. Euros. All right, cool. You're gonna tell me 
the team you've been most impressed by so far with the group stage coming to an end? Oh, fam. Hmm. I did But it's weird. I'd say Belgium have been better than I thought they were. That's interesting. Right? So, well, I thought because obviously I'm coming into this tournament thinking that their golden era was the 2018 squad. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Their golden era is the 2018 squad, and I'm seeing that Vertonghen and Udo Wairold, who are obviously past it, are still a team. And Hazard is Hazard can't stay fit to save his life. Yeah. And like, obviously, it's just like I just I didn't think that they would be able to pop the ball around the way they do or be so devastating on the counter. But then I don't know if that's me underrating the brainer, the brainer's like ability in transition. And Lukaku's like Lukaku's threat up front as well. Yeah. So I'd say Belgium have been a lot better than I thought they were. Italy have been good as well, but I'd say Italy like I kind of expected something for them. I seen the squad. Mm, okay. Like not necessarily to win it or anything, but I saw the Italy team. I'm thinking like that's a good team. So I'd say they they've lived up to what I thought they could do. And yep. it's up until this point. So only three games, which is still early, of course. But so far, they've been they've impressed me. Yeah, Italy, Italy were um, they're, they're who I was gonna say. So maybe I was underrating them, and you weren't, because I was I've been sleeping on them. I had no like I didn't even care about them coming into the tournament. You know, like I didn't even think for once really. Like when I'm thinking about heavyweights, who have I got um, as favourites? Italy were not in that discuss that discussion, bro. Nah. You know what? Me, it's only like a month before the tournament that I actually beat that. What players? Proper good. Like they got players. They got ballers, man. Ballers. I, I've been seeing, but I don't know why though. And also the tactics, because you don't really get tactics in international football. But Italy, Mancini is doing the thing over right. there. He's yeah, doing the ball. Doing. Into shape. Like they look like a club side. But that's a that's a Premier League winning coach, so I can't be surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. that he knows it. But he, he definitely he definitely has the right idea. Yeah, nah, nah. He he is doing serious work over there. And it looks long term as well. They got like I wouldn't say a golden generation. I think that's too far. But yeah. they got ballers coming through, and they've also got men that look like they're right at the top of their game. And yeah, Jorginho, fam, I, bro, when he puts on that Italy shirt. <laughs> He's looking like one crazy register. It's the it's the tempo, like the tempo change. Controller, bro. Control, bro. He, like he, he loved that setting. Looking like the best six in the world, bro. Just, just and then seeing him get skinned. Just running like Chelsea shirt, fam. And you know, yeah, let's be let's be fair in it, because in this Chelsea season, like he just won the Champions League. He was good in uh, lots, big, um, a lot of patches for Chelsea, especially when yeah, he's, he's, he's better than I thought he would be. He's clearly good. I rate him. Yeah, he's clearly good, but I don't, I still wouldn't have him as like one of the best yeah. players in the Prem. But in Euros, you have to put him in the top five midfielders at the Euros. You have to, fam. It's yeah. standard. Uh, right? Yeah, it's hard to disagree yeah. with that at this stage in the tournament. Like, there might be five bigger names, yeah, but. In terms of performance, it's nice. Yeah, in terms of performance, he's been really good. Locatelli's had a breakthrough. Well, not breakthrough, because 
tell you, he's Italian fans, Syria fans always rated him really high in it, but yeah. he plays in Sassuolo, so he's not going to be exposed to like the everyday fan like that. Yeah, of course. But so yeah, like, on the big stage, he's mm. doing his thing. Yeah. Well, the Euros was definitely like his time in it, like to go into the stage like, okay, here I am. You know what I mean? I feel like it's been like that for a couple of players. I feel like there's also a player that that's happened with that hasn't really taken advantage of that, which is Rice. Mm. And I'm saying, and then I'm looking at Locatelli and it's making sense. Mm. Rice, certain parts of his game have definitely been exposed. Yeah, they, they, they're question marks. Like, yeah, even question marks, for sure. Because I was like, I was telling people that, listen, it? obviously his game is the fact that he, he's, he screams the bat for, yeah. you know, he's mobile whatever in it i'm like and i was telling people that the progressive ability is there mm. like he, he can which he, he, he can he's gotten better in that aspect in it but yeah. when watching him for this england side it's it still shows that there's there's still question marks around it definitely and, like, and this is not this is not me, this is not me saying like he shit on the ball blah 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 because i actually think he's tidy on the ball one thing i would say is he doesn't get caught out on the ball yeah, I agree he definitely plays it simple, and he doesn't take risky passes as as enough uh, as much as he should. But he doesn't get caught on the ball. Like his touch is always there, and he will pick a pass out, but it might be a sideways thing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it just shows that he needs to be a bit more adventurous in his passing. But Locatelli, on the other hand, boy, man, seeing him carry it, man, seeing him be the first yeah. one to receive it from the seen, keeper. I'm 10, 10 and 6 at the same time so it's just making he's it a bit more everywhere he's picking it up he's like he's doing it kind of like what Frank, Frankie the young does like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 carry it like you'll see him on the edge of the book times mm. uh, I think that's that's a really good profile especially in because it doesn't look like we're going for, away from 4-2-3-1 anytime soon yeah no we're not we're not so so Definitely an adventurous kind of six or even almost an eight. He's definitely yeah, like a six eight kind of hybrid. I mean, if I had to buy one of them in the in the eight role, I would definitely buy Locatelli. But I always yeah. still maintain that Rice is a better DM than him as number yeah, six for the Premier League because Locatelli. I don't think we've seen him at the six at the base yet because Jorginho's been playing there so well. So we still don't know completely. I mean, I know he's good defensively, but we don't know how good defensively he is. Yeah. How the transition would be into the Prem. But I think he's a great player. I'll take either one. I think Rice is definitely overpriced. 80 mil is ridiculous. Now, for, for a defensive midfielder, that is. That's most, most I would want to pay, and I'm not saying this is realistic, but most I would want to pay is like 50, 60, bro. I'd say, I'd say anything more than 50, and you're taking a piss. Lightly, like 60, man, allow that. But you, you've got to improve. Like 60, yeah, but you've got to improve vertically passing. But man will do that. But 80, mm. that's just kind of ridiculous. Eight is a jolt thing. Like, I wouldn't pay. I don't think there's any defensive midfielder I would play pay eighty mil for. Uh, no, no. I wouldn't pay that for Rice as much as I rate Rice, which is a lot. Mm. But nah, he he's not taking his his chance in terms nah. of. Well, I can't say that because he's still going to be playing for England. He's still going to be playing. Still to conceded defensively. He's done what he has to do. Yeah. But he hasn't shown enough or as much as we would have liked to see because we know what we're getting from Rice defensively yeah exactly like the question mark are you an uh, 8 million pound player what he can do when he's on the ball 
Exactly. And those question marks are still there. Mm. And Locatelli also would be going for like 60 mil apparently or 40 mil. Like, I don't know, like Locatelli's looking like the better deal right now. And he's looking like the real deal for Italy right now. And he's pretty young as well. Exactly. He's like, what, 23? Yeah, something like that. So he now nah, he's looking serious. And also when you look at the other options that Italy got, they got Verratti coming back. He's come back and he's not even missed a beat against um Wales, what a performance, like 130 touches, something ridiculous like that. Yeah, Breaking so lines, no problem, no problem, controlling the whole thing. So Italy, nah, Italy are serious, man. They are definitely the team that have have surprised me the most. And I think they've been the best in the tournament, I think. Mm. I think there's been some fun teams. Like, I think Holland, were, they look fun. Holland are fun. I, think I don't think Holland are fun because they're well coached. I I, think, I don't rate the ball at all. Like I don't, I don't think all the top teams, all the teams that I would say on paper the best teams, I would, I would feel like they're all limited by their managers. Like Spain, um, Portugal, yeah. Holland, and that. But Holland, yeah. Holland are good to watch. Like yeah. they, they've yeah. got quality. Like you've got De Jong, you've got mm. flipping Kambach. Gravin Bertie, Wanyaldum on international duty as well. Like, we know what he's on when he's in the orange shirt. Yeah, he's on a different thing. He's on some number 10 second striker thing. Something crazy. He's always scoring by goals, man. Yeah, definitely. So, them are fun, but I think, I just think a big team, Mbappe, ew, on the counter, that just might get ugly. Yeah, yeah, they're open. That's one thing I noticed about the last game. I think they lack a bit of defensive presence in the midfield. Yeah. Van Dijk, innit? They miss Van Dijk still. But definitely. Definitely. Anyway. The Lit is good. Yeah. The Vry is good. You know, all the, they've got yeah. good alternatives, but they're not Van Dijk. Yeah, Van Dijk's thing's just separate, innit? It's just separate, innit? But, um, yeah, no, no, no. Italy, Netherlands, teams like that. I think every other team, like, sure, there's been other good teams, but um, maybe they just, you know, everyone had them down to be good, like France. Yeah. I don't even think France has been that good. France, I literally, I was just about to say that. Like, I've always thought this way about them, but I feel like they, as a team, with the talent of disposable to them, they're mad underwhelming. Yeah, they are, bro. They're mad underwhelming. I said it on Twitter and I got cooked, but it's the truth. They're just underwhelming. Like, yeah, they won, they won the World Cup. They did what they had to do. But in terms of them on the pitch, how they play over 90 minutes, the kind of score lines that come up with their their games, it's just a bit... It's, it's, just, yeah, it's, like, it's literally that. Can you slap Hungary 3-0 for me, please? You have Mbappe, Griezmann. And I know football doesn't work like that because there's loads of other factors, but I feel like on the pitch, I'm, seeing, I'm not seeing a team, a super team, when it is a super team. Portugal as well. Portugal is another one that I feel are very underwhelmed. Yeah, and I knew, way too. I Santos knew. is too conservative. Way too conservative. But it's Santos, bro. Santos tax, bro. Yeah. Bro, his thing, it's been like that. So I knew, I, coming in, I saw people talking about Portugal winning it, being favourites, um, have to come second or make the semis. I was thinking, damn, boy. Even flipping 2016, what? They did not win a single game within 90 the whole tournament, bro. Bro, this is what I'm saying. So it's like, uh, I mean, I was thinking, hey, man, you guys don't overrate these guys, man. These guys I'm are... Seeing, I'm seeing Renato Sanchez on the bench to and Danilo in a pivot. That's ridiculous. There's no need for that. 
Two bodyguards. Bodyguards, bro. There's no need. No football. So I can't. I can't even say that these men have been good like that. But moving on, I'm gonna say my my most disappointing team so far. But I'm gonna let you go first. Who's been your most disappointing team? Disappointing. Yeah. Mm. Obvious one. Let's see. Okay, England are very disappointing. Yeah. Okay. England are very disappointed. Like they've scored two goals in three games, and Sterling scored both of them. It's not, and it's not a thing where a keeper's just had an amazing day whilst they're creating an array of chances. Like they've just been very toothless. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know if I'd say they're the most disappointing team because I kind of expected that because we know it like. The whole country is criticizing, has been criticizing Southgate and his approach to the game for years. Yeah. But I'd say, uh, relative, relative to how good they can be or they should be, I'd say France. Okay. All right. Um, I hear what you're saying because I guess like when you look at their ability and their team, like their players. Like, shouldn't be drawn to Hungary, shouldn't be drawn to Portugal, really, either. Um, I, I hear you, and I'm relying on own goals against... Yeah, literally. Germany and that. For me, I was going to say someone... I was going to say Turkey, bro. Oh, I completely... They're taking flops. They're taking flops. Everyone was calling them dark horses and shit. They did nothing. They're they just get flops. They're taking flops. The hype they were getting... I don't think they'll get that kind of hype for a major tournament again. I was on the hype train, bro. I said Yulma's top scorer. <laughs> bro, <laughs> that nigga's 35. He tricked me. Nah, he came off a really good season. <laughs> nah, fam. He tricked me, bro. I was, you know, when you're trying to get that edgy, edgy taken, that, that, yeah, 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 that, that. That underdog taken, that it just ages, bro, and then you just look mad. <laughs> Uh, you know, you just got to laugh at yourself, fam. No, but even then, like, they had they had a solid... They have players, in it? They have players. And they were beating... European, good teams. They were beating good teams, though. They were beating France. They were beating Netherlands. You know what I mean? In the qualifiers. Yeah, they did well, like, in preparation to it as well. I thought they were legit, bro. They were not legit. They tricked everyone. They <laughs> They pulled a crazy act. A crazy act. Fair play to them, man, because they hoodwinks me, fam. They hoodwinks me, die, boy. They hoodwinks me. I, if you see my um my Euros fantasy, bro, I I might start laughing, bro. I might start laughing. Yeah, I know you got bare Turkish man in there. <laughs> bare Turkish man in there, innit? <laughs> I I I had I had that Yaziki guy from Lille in midfield, yeah. That guy, most of that guy ever got me was two points. You also like I got, I had a defender in there and I had their keeper here. Yeah. And ended up even picking the wrong keeper. I had their substitute keeper in my team. I begged it. I begged their team still and it flopped. Do you, do you think <laughs> the best player's been though in the tournament? Was. Uh? What, at, at the Euros? Yeah. Oh. Okay, I've got a name, and it's been in my head for the past few days. It's Lukaku. Ah, I had the same name. I can't lie. Uh, then what? You don't even want to admit it, but... You don't like, because they'll be like, oh, like... You know, like, 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 like,
Like, nah, like Lukaku, Lukaku's had three good games. Like, you know what I mean? he had one bad half, mm. and the second half he was much better. So way better. Yeah, now nah, Lukaku, fam. Do you know what it is about Lukaku, though? Yeah, you want to praise him, innit? But man, just say one thing about Lukaku, and there'll be like five man commenting. Oh, Marshall, you said Marshall. You want Marshall over him? Oh, no. Oh. Bro, like, man knows Marshall is shit. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying to you right now. Fam, it's just jarring, bro. Like, I'm trying to just say, yeah, you know what, Lukaku, actually, you know what? He's got a bit of tech now. He's obviously much better than he was at United. I'll be like, oh, but you told me that Marshall was clear. Fam, shut up, man. Let me just, let me just praise this breath, fam. Literally, let me just praise guy, fam. Yeah. Well done, Lukaku, for leading into the title. To be like, oh, Martial's led you to nothing. Like, I know. Yeah, man, serious, fam. But you know, at the same time, got eat You got to firm it, man. It's like, oh, nah, you got to firm it, man. It's football. It's you football, can't... bro. Football, Twitter. You know how they are. Just yeah. agendas all the time. But now, nah, listen, Lukaku, yeah, clearly, he's the real deal. He's looking like number one right now, bro, in terms of number nines out there, fam. Kane's been fucking shit, oh, man. Really? <laughs> so shit. Because we didn't even get onto the most disappointing player yet. I didn't even want to say Donny's name until we got to I him. had his name in my head and I fucking came here bro. He's been mocking me. <laughs> he doesn't even look like he can run. He's taking a piss. Kane's boying it, bro. You Kane's flipping Lewandowski sport, bro. Like, said, yeah. Kane is mocking it. <laughs> nah, I'm going to lose my head. I'm going to lose my head, bro. <laughs> Someone's saying, oh, how did he not win player of the year? This, that, that. And he's coming in the tournament. He's looking like a joke, man. Bro, the, the head loss is crazy, bro. The head loss is bro. crazy. When I'm watching it, yeah. my head's just fried, fam. Man, he's see, scaring man, the holes right now, I can't lie. I'm just seeing man cook him, and I'm just like, kind of sick. I'm not even saying nothing, because man's been shit. Like, no, it is, yeah, I've got to firm it. Lewandowski, aye, man. <laughs> even Lewandowski got his little head up, bro. Like, what's Kane, bro? Oh, scoring for a player of that quality. I'm in pain, bro. I'm sweating, fam. Like, even even flipping Benzema got his, li- his little brace. Hey, Lewandowski won, man. Lewandowski won, man. Fuck. Benzema's got his little brace. Lukaku's been mashing it up. Lukaku's just doing his thing, looking like number one. Lewandowski, bro. yeah, I'm going out, but. Here's a, here's a finesse. At least I get a little satin satin. I'm, I'm on my way out, but here's a little finesse, top corner for you. Here's a little header. Can't give us no. nothing. Can't give us nothing. Can't give us, like, falling over in the box and that, bro. Just, I fucking hell, man. He hasn't even given us a little pen, like. Not even nothing. Nothing, nothing bro. Man, stop Just, just, <laughs> just big chance miss. Big chance miss. I'm just hungry, bro. I'm just starving, bro. I'm starving, bro. I'm starving, bro. Embarrassing. Even yesterday, even yesterday, yeah. Man's even looking at Lukaku, have thinking, bro, can I even get in there, bro? Can I get in? I just need a quick W. I just need a quick W, fam. I don't bro, Lukaku's not letting people. Well, who they got right? They got Portugal next, didn't it? If Lukaku bags against Portugal, it's so long. <laughs> it's long. It's so long. I. If if you can't be basically as pushable, he's top one. He's top one. I can't yeah, right, bro. Yes, we have to hold that. You have to accept that we just lost. Kane got to hold that, Carla. If if Lukaku scores and Kane blanks, Kane has got to hold that. I'm sorry, Ellen. 
I'm sorry, and I don't even want to do that for all this, though. I don't even want to do it, but you can't, personal, you, can't, yeah, I just, I just, you can't go bonkers, bro. He's looking at that, but what we're saying, going back to the best player, for me, he's, his game just looks way more polished. He knows who he is. He has confidence in front of goal. Now when I see him in a 1v1, I'm thinking, all right, yeah, go. Come yeah, on, sure. hurry up, give me my fantasy points. That's what I'm thinking when I see him one-on-one. And even a couple men around him, he can get the dribble off and just play it off. Nah, he's looking at a complete centre forward, man. And, you know, hats off to him. His confidence is sky high and his ability has clearly just developed so much since he went to Inter. So, fair play, man. Fair and play. Shit, shit as he was for us, isn't it? Yeah. We did not play in a position to see Because what? Everton, or his just throughout his career, what? man, Man's whole thing has been running off peeling off the back the last defender. Yeah. Running into that right channel, whatever, using his body to just bully defenders. And then we see Jose's got him on some crazy diet. You see him put on how much God knows how much weight he put on. Just looking at He's looking big, bro. He's looking big. And you can't use him as a target man, like that's just not him. To see him man big as fuck, bro. Just okay, unrecognizable bro. But when you look at pics of him at United now, you just think raw, like... Yeah, we did that to him, bro. What? This guy's fat as fuck. Bro, I don't know what it is about our nutritionist, man, but, nah. I'll never get over that. I, like, I always held that against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was dead for us, though. Let's not, let's not lie. Let's not lie. He was dead. I don't, I don't like when people when he does well in it. Like, he's still more now. He, he was shit while he was here. Yeah. Let's not he rewrite... shit now. Let's not rewrite history. Remember all the boot, Timberland... Levi Jeans, bro, seen the receipts. So don't come yeah. back and tell me it was good for United. Don't come back it's and tell me. Last the cup compilations were, were nuclear, bro. Taking them out the hood, fam. Taking come make us out the hood. Every bro. week, bro, they were going nuclear. <laughs> Just a snap pad sesh, snap pad sesh, fam. Nah, 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 nah. Let's not rewrite history, fam. But no, for me, fine. yeah, best player of the Euro so far for me. I, I think. I think Ronaldo got the most goals, but obviously quite a few pens. Mm. Obviously, he's been in and out of games. But, you know, for me, the way I look at Ronaldo is like, he's 36. He's clearly washed, per se, but not fair. By his standards. By his standards, he's clearly washed. But he's still going to get goals in in various ways. Couple pens, headers, tap-ins, couple bangers now and then. He's washed, but, like, you know you'll get, like, 30. Yeah, he's like a box, like fox in a box, isn't it? But but now he's 36, still playing at the highest level, isn't it? So that's how you got to do it, isn't it? So for me, like I would say, I would say like it's great to see him scoring because I wasn't sure if he was going to score. For me, it was like going into the tournament. I was like, you know what, yeah, if if Ronaldo scores zero goals at his tournament, I won't be surprised. But if he scores ten goals at his tournament, I won't be surprised either. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for you, hundred. It's a booked one, isn't it? He's looking good though, but not. I wouldn't say the best. I think yeah. shout, out, shout out Jorginho, but I think goals. There's something about goals in it, man. Can't lie, the brain is not letting people. Yeah, the brain looks serious. The brain, the brain is final. The is just insane. Yeah, it's elite. Like, when he gets to the final third, yeah, actually so the, the assist against Denmark was crazy. The cutback, the fake when, when he, it was like he was going to shoot and he just cross it. Open goal. Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to refresh my memory still to 
Bro, it was crazy. It was crazy, bro. Clip. He's been up there. Are right, you give me what? So most disappointed player, you was gonna say Kane, innit? Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I got Kane. I got Kane as well. As hard as it is for me to say, who else? Is there really anyone else that's that's? I think. Um, I'm trying to think. Bryce is disappointed. Bruno. Bruno's been shit. Nah. Oh, he's- Away with this. I he nearly got away. He nearly got away. Like, he nearly got away. Nah, I'm tired of that <laughs> He nearly sneaked off. <laughs> He's taking a piss. Jesus. Oh shit. Nah, he nearly got away. Yes, he nearly got away. Bruno, come here, come here, come here, come here. Nah, quick, quick. come back, fam. Why are you running? He's Bruno, taking back. a mix. Bruno, come back here, come back here, come back here. Hold on, we got, we got. Not even like, what I mean, because even you know me, like I've been for three months now. I've been like, he's been a bit, hmm. yeah, because his numbers dried up as well. I, I'm gonna laugh this whole bit, bro. Bro, his numbers dried up. I'm thinking, hmm, and then he has that game against his associate that, that like, yeah, where he was really good. So I'm thinking, cool. He's back. He was not back. <laughs> he was. Bruno is actually trolling at this. This is the base of our club. Hey, pretend to watch. Pretend to watch. Pretend to watch, bro. Man's wearing Paul Scores number. That is mad. <laughs> that is mad. Oh, I'm crying. Nah, pretend. The one game I've seen him playing that is considered a big game is. Is Liverpool in the FA Cup when he came on at half time or in the second half? And Klopp is known to not give a monkey's about the FA Cup anyway. <laughs> like, he's taking a piss, bro. Like, this is like, I don't mean he's more class. Like, this I guy is not class. FA Cup don't count still. FA Cup don't count, man. I promise he was trolling, fam. After he placed the belt on himself to get a bad match for him, because he was doing, he was that was nah. that wasn't a final. Bruno man, Bruno man. All right, all right, cool. But let's seriously talk because we need to dissect this. And the thing is, yeah, man, are gonna cry about this. Bro, niggas don't like telling the truth about our pay. They think that so if you're critical, man, are gonna cry. Someone needs to talk. Let's just get bro. Let's get a few things straight, because man are gonna cry about this segment before we we before we start spitting facts and dropping uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, let's just put some disclaimers out there. Bruno is a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, and the impact he had at United is unquestionable. Unquestionable when he first came in, he turned us into a top four side when he came in. All right. Hundred. Hundred. He's had some seriously, seriously good games for us, and he's put up some some great numbers. So I don't want guys thinking this is me saying Bruno shit. Oh, get him out of my club. It's not. It's not that. It's not that. But let's just keep it real. For me, I have to judge him by a standard that people set him by, right? And people set him by the standard of best midfielder in the world. Or at least best ten in the world, yeah. world class people. People basically, I feel like the consensus with a lot of United fans and other fans is that he's world class. 
For me, I, I am not rocking with that opinion. Yeah. And I think, you know what, there's an argument there, definitely the numbers that he's put up, impact at United, he plays for a big club, yeah, I get it. Fair, isn't it? Fair enough, fair enough. But for me, he's not a true world-class player. And I'm not, this is not slander, like, this is really, I'm just keeping it real because I don't even dislike Bruno. He's taking a piss right now in it, but I don't dislike him. Yeah. Like, I like it when he scores. When he scores, I celebrate. It's not an agenda thing. It's a real thing here, fam, because this is about my club, bruv. This is not some Chelsea brave or some Arsenal player that I can just chat shit about. This is about my club. Yeah, for sure. I just don't want to be putting false labels and putting certain men in the costume when they're not the superhero. And that's what I feel like people are doing with Bruno. I think that Bruno Fernandes, the name sounds sexy, like, you know what I mean? Portuguese Magnifico and that, like, big big name, bright lights, you know what I mean? Put him on the front, big club. He's got that look, you know what I mean? Yeah. He looks like a superhero and he's got the costume, but I don't know if he really is that guy. I mean, he's Dick Grayson in a Batman coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Ooh, that's it. He's 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 almost that guy, but he's not quite there. He's not that guy yet. Yeah, bro. I don't know. He could get like he could obviously he get could, there, innit? He could get there. And if you listen, if you obviously agree, yeah, that's fair enough, in it. But this is just how I feel. I feel like you feel like this as well. Like he's not quite there yet. He can definitely get there, but right now he's not there. Yet. He's definitely a big part of what we're doing. But I don't want it to fall on his shoulders in terms of winning a Prem. And this is, once again, this is not slander, man, because I know people be crying, man. But this is how I feel about him as a player still. And I think that games like Germany versus Portugal, the true, true world class players, you know, turn up in those games. And some men that maybe have got a buzz in that, but aren't quite there consistently, technically can get found out a little bit in those games. And I think in that game, he showed his limitations showed a little bit. And then when you compare it to someone like Pogba, because we had Pogba on Pretender Watch as well, innit? But yeah, but for different reasons. For different reasons. But then when you see him locked in and you see him playing like he did yesterday <laughs> against Portugal, like best player on a pitch full of world-class players. You know, <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about in terms of world-class, like genuine certified world-class. When you're outperforming guys like Kante, Ronaldo, Benzema, all these guys on the same pitch, Griezmann, you know what I mean? Mbappe, like, for that, you you have to be world-class, you know what I mean? And so, I think, I, like, I, I haven't seen a game like that I haven't seen Bruno like in a game. Short of midfielders either. Yeah. Exactly. And like, getting benched, like, come on, man, that's crazy. You can't be world-class like that and get benched, that's crazy. Especially for who you're getting benched for, fam. Like, no disrespect for, but Jaume Moutinho, bro. Is he? That guy is too old to be benching a supposedly world-class. Yeah. That's, that's it, basically. And he still got quality in it, but you see, a lot of Bruno, Bruno, yeah, when I look at Bruno, like, when I actually look, forget the numbers in it for yeah. a moment. Yeah. Obviously, his output is ridiculously yeah. valuable. But when you look at him and you look at the fundamentals he displays in a game and the stuff, like, and you compare that to P10s that you don't previously considered world class, yeah, like, is he showing you that? Like, I don't think so. Nah, he's not. Like, it's peak. Like, 
full like a lot of the time he, he struggles to fully impress himself on the game. Yeah. Just even like without if he's not scoring in it or if he's not getting some kind of goal contribution in it, like just in terms of as a midfielder or just in terms of general performances, I feel like there's a lot of time Bruno just lets the game go past him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he definitely drifts in and out of games a lot sometimes. And that happened against Villarreal. So, listen, man, what it is about Pretender Watch, yeah? Pretender Watch is not personal, is it? Like, mm. But if you're stuck on that list, there's there's reasons for it, right? Pogba was put on that list after the final. Bruno was put on that list after the final. Pogba is he's off the list right now because he's looking serious at the Euros. Like, one of the best players. To be honest, he should be up there with top five, top well, top three, maybe. Even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say his second game was it. So he's performing in comparison to his first and third, but still, generally, he's been, he's been amazing. Yeah. I, I, I can't deny Exactly. Bruno, you're still on it. Mate, you might still be on it for the for the whole of next season, but it's not personal, man, because I want you to do well. I'm rooting for you. I tell you, Rashford's another one that's on it. I'll be honest, man. Ah, Rashford. Now, nah, but that, because that was just going to become an unnecessary cooking session, because he's not played enough. Ah, cool. This, is a, this isn't even a United one. This, is, it's not this the, isn't even a United football. It's not the episode. It's not the episode. It's not a United football. For Rashford, for Rashford discourse, it's not the episode, fam. It's not the episode, fam. Um, that one's too divine. That one there is a that whole episode. Niggas get so emotional. That one there is a whole episode, fam. That is an episode. But, <laughs> he, he needs to give me something in this beat test. I need to see something, bro. I need an assistant. I need something for that guy to show that he's the guy that people think he is or that he could be. Yeah, but we love him. Don't don't ever get twisted. We love we love Rashford, and I want him to do well, man. I love him. He's one of my favorite players, man. That's what makes it so hard because he's one of my favorite players. But let's move on. Round of sixteen coming up. I think it starts on Saturday. I'm trying to have this pod out by Friday, so I think no games will have been played by the time this drops. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go through them. And I'm gonna need you to give me your winner and give me why, but do it by the day. So, Alright, cool. So first game, first yeah. game, Saturday, Saturday, twenty-six. Wales, Denmark. Yeah. Mm. I'd say Denmark are better than I thought as well. Denmark are pretty good, but I don't know if they have enough quality to carry them through the like the last stages in it. Like Wales have Gareth Bell in it. Like even though it's a ghost of Gareth Bell in his prime. Gareth Bell, like in a in a knockout stage, like you'll see different differences in quality and stuff like that. I think that might show. But it's, then, it, yeah, I could be chatting there, and then Denmark just steamroll them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm gonna go with Wales for the for that one. I think Italy should be pretty comfortable against Austria. Yeah, um, well, just on the Wales one, I think that, yeah, what you're saying about Bell is that generational level of world class. Like, yeah. We know he's washed, but if he's locked in for the next 90 minutes, something's happening. You know what I mean? 
And you're right about Denmark not having that. I think they would have had that with Ericsson, obviously. Yeah, yeah that's what I think as well. Everyone, you know, everyone associated with Azul Quiz is praying for his recovery and hoping, hopefully we can see him back on the pitch. One of my favourite players, so it hurt, man, seeing that. That that thing was crazy, bro. That was so mad. That was spooky, man. I was just sitting... I just ah, I was just sitting in silence for like an hour, fam. I just didn't know what to feel, fam. It was it was that, um, that, like just the way he stumbled as well. Like it was so, it was just so mad. You could see like, it. If so you looked dead, fam, it was scary, fam. It was scary. It was, it was so fucked, bro. Like I don't even know how the Danish man carried on after that, fam. Like I'm thinking that they're just gone mentally after that. That was a disgrace. Though. They had to play that. Honestly. I they, they should have, that game should have been postponed. Sure. That, that was a disgrace that they had to play, and they lost. But luckily they got through. But fam, that was actually a disgrace. That, they that had was to a disgrace, play. man. But yeah, man. Nah, but I, I'm gonna stick with Wales for that. I think Ramsey Bale just that little bit. Yeah, Dan James, as much as I hate him, he, he he's useful. He's useful still. For for Wales, he's useful. Um, Italy, I think Italy should be pretty comfortable. Comfy. Comfy one. 2-0, two, 3-0 two team. Yeah, something like that. And then <clears throat> Netherlands have Czech Republic. I think that should be Netherlands as well. Yeah, I think uh, Czech, Czech Republic been decent though. My boy Schick. He's a yeah, lot- he's been doing his thing. He's definitely done his thing still. But yeah, I think Netherlands, the way they play... And, and I don't think the Czech Republic are a, a big threat on the break anyway. Yeah, I don't think they have the explosiveness or, like, uh, attack threat to punish Netherlands. Like, because Netherlands are quite open. Like, someone like France or somebody with Mbappé could take advantage of that. I don't think Czech have the quality. Yeah, neither do I. And we got guys like Frankie de Jong looking like one of the best midfielders in the world. De Jong's been so good this tournament, the- too good, you know. Just what is so good, man. When I know that I'm about to watch 90 minutes of De Jong, I'm just, I'm just happy, bro. I'm just bro, happy. That is a real midfielder, there. That's a, that's a player, man. That's a, that's a real midfielder. That's just, just smooth, just smooth as you like. One of the best, one of the best players in the world. One of the best midfielders in the world, man. I know that it's not gone super seamless for him at Barca, but I don't give a fuck, man. Too good. Nah, I know what I'm seeing. Really I know good, what I'm seeing. You know the ones there. I know what I'm seeing. That's like, why you just know. That's what it is with guys like him, Verratti, players like that. Even like Pogba when he's in the front, the front shirt. I know what I'm seeing in it, and it's world class. No questions. Don't leave any questions. Just perfect. So now nah, them man, them man should be good. They should be good for that game. I think the pie as well. Go give Memphis his shout out. Obviously, yeah. Malin looks Malin looks pretty exciting. My 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 opinion on Memphis is a bit like I don't even know where I'm at with him, but like clearly he's had some he's had good moments. He scored goals, he's had good like bits of quality. So I give him that. I still don't think he's what people are pretending he is right now, but he's definitely been alright to at, at the Euros. He's been good. He's been good at the Euros. Mellon Mellon's been Mellon's impressed me. He's impressive, bro. He's fucking explosive, and he's, he's got expl- he's a threat, man. He's a threat. And he's got that bit of composure in the third. I don't know if you saw it, but he played. You know, it's like you know the way he's been playing this Euro. It's like if Werner could play football. Mm. Yeah, like like, Werner is a nuisance just because of his pace alone. Yeah, like if Werner 
extra certain extra bit of quality. Yeah. And that is a scary player. Yeah, scary, bro. That that yeah, Marlon could be that still. Marlon could be that because he's got actual ability. Because I seen yeah, it. I seen him play a one touch pass around the corner for Memphis. Big chance created, and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, that's that's something that you see, and you're like, yeah, cool. You, there's something about you. I think he done it. Um, another something like that, like for the assist. Now he's been impressive, man, and I think that's he's even been good, man. That's gonna be Dortmund's uh Sancho replacement. Replacement, yeah. So it's looking at it's he will definitely be exciting in Bundesliga. He will be exciting in the he'll eat in that league, man. And like, he'll eat twenty goal thing, innit? He'll eat in that league. Goal thing. Then he'll get himself a nice little Liverpool. Move. Liverpool. Like something like that, yeah. Liverpool move. Watch out for that. Money like, is replacement. When money is done. Yeah, man. Yeah, I can see that happening. So I can see that happening. And he's got I think he's definitely got to start from now on after um instead of that Wakehorse guy. Yeah. Well, that bear's rubbed. He's burning up the Bundesliga as well. Fair bro, right. that I, league, I, I, bro. One's in Andre Silva mash work in that league. I saw him flop in Italy. I saw him and he's mashing up the Bundesliga. Bro, when I, but when I seen Wakehorse, bro, <laughs> fucking hell, fam. That guy's bro. eating over there. Bundesliga, like, man. That league, man. Like 18 goals and them things there, fam. But I don't even know. They, they're just, they're going crazy over there, fam. But the block's hot right now with the whole Kane thing, Lewandowski thing right now. Yeah, I can't even chat to you. Keep it pissed right now. I've got to keep, yeah, I can't talk to you crazy right now. So, man, I have to save that, fam, for the next World Cup or something. Until until Kane stops disgracing me. Oh, all right, cool. Now we're getting in with the spicy fixtures. Bellingham, Belgium. I said Bellingham, motherfucker. Don't kill me. Ah, uh, yeah, Belgium. Belgium. Well, you got Belgium or Portugal, bro? Ah, what are you saying for this one? This when I see. What are you saying? I got Portugal, bro, but I don't know because that uh, it's one of them ones where if Belgium win, bro, I'm not even batting the eye. It's obvious, like yeah. But Portugal, I think Portugal on the counter might just have something for Belgium, bro. Might be a backs against the wall, Diaz yeah. defending his own box team, Pepe, you know what I mean? Like heart, sweat, tears. Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason why Belgium are running free at the back. Like, yeah, yeah, their thing over there, it's not that crazy. There's a reason. I think I think Portugal like Jota, Ronaldo, like Ronaldo, and you can just devastate. Yeah, Ronaldo, they could win the midfield battle. I think yeah. they start the same midfield, Ronaldo and um, Moutinho. But also, this is the thing about Bruno, bro, because if Bruno comes back in, he could drop a 0 out of 10, or he could drop a 10. Literally. It's like uh, the idea on, on paper, Danilo and Renato, Bruno, either side, especially on the break, maybe Bruno spots a pass early, plays it in. You know what I mean? It's making sense. Yeah. But is Bruno going to fold? If he does, just give me Moutinho, keep it simple. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just a sticky one, isn't it? But I think either, either way, Portugal have too much of a threat. And I think that if one defence was going to be more, like, better prepared to deal with the attack, it's Portugal's, you know what I mean? And I think Diaz and Pepe could perhaps defend Lukaku better than... Diaz has been, Diaz has been all over the place, though. He's under surveillance as well. He's, he's been all over the show. He's not on pretender watch. 
Yeah, I, I, he's clearly good, but yeah, this tournament he's been all over the show. And you know, it's I'm, it's a conflict of interest for me because when he signed for City, yeah, remember when man was calling him a flop. Yeah, he obviously like remember saying that he was gonna be shit and that he was like lightweight, all of this, like he was gonna flop, defo, blah blah blah. Another Otamendi, yeah. I knew about him in it because of Portugal, in it because I've been following Portugal for time in it, and then obviously I knew he was rated super high for Benfica coming yeah. through the ranks. Because man used to watch Benfica Youth for Felix, innit? Yeah, yeah. So, and, and the old, the other jotter. So, I knew about him, innit? And I, I knew he was good for Benfica, but I knew that he, he had a few mistakes in him. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that was a criticism. Like, what Twitter do, they, they, you know, overblow it on Twitter, innit? So, he's he's got that rep of he's a bozo. I was saying, nah, this guy's actually good, by the way. Like, he'll probably be pretty decent for a city. But, and so obviously he's come and he's proved that he's good. So it's like, okay, yeah, no, like, I was right. This guy is hard in the prem. And then people start getting ahead of themselves, talking about VVD and stuff like that. You know, best defender in the world. Best in the yeah, world. literally. And then Van Dyke, uh, you know what I mean? And then they start forcing that comparison. It's like, actually, this guy's just good, isn't it? He's not Van Dyke, and that's okay, but he's still good. Yeah. But man, just yeah, trying, yeah. really trying to just. Oh, so it's like, and now, and now, like the media's back in it. The PFA thing kind of got out of hand. It didn't happen in the end, but it got out of hand. For sure. So now it's like, oh, okay, now they're trying to put him as one of the best defenders. Like, ah, right, let me not say one of the best defenders in the world because he might be, but like, the best defender in the world. Van Dyke impact. And it, then, then it's yeah. me, it's like, oh, you, you guys are dragging it. And it's like, I don't want to root against him because that's been my guy from, from from time, but you guys are really taking the piss. And I think that the Euros was a good, not a humbling sesh, but like, it's kind of shown that he's not the, you know, the, the god in defence that people kind of think he is. He's, he's human. You know what I mean? And... Yeah. He's been making he's been making mistakes. I think the Benzema goal yesterday was his fault. He just let him run behind him, didn't even check track the run. That's like, come on, man, that's rookie mistake. The own goal, just that whole game against Germany was just getting torn apart. You know what I mean? In the fight, it was a bit. Them. Do you know what I mean? Bro, Germany popped Portugal, popped Portugal, four five nil take. But obviously Portugal scored, but they got lucky, bro. They got so lucky. Germany, Gozens and Kimmich, wing backs. Bro. They got Kimmich so is not a midfielder, bro. Well, I, he is, isn't he? But he's they got something crazy. Back. Kimmich he's and Gozens have something crazy for England, bro. Crazy. Crazy. I, I, bro, I think England are getting waxed. <laughs> I think England are getting waxed. They've got something crazy for those England boys, bro. Something spooky, bro. Stones, Stones can be a bit funny when, let's even wait, when, let's when even it's time wait. to read across. Oh, let's even wait. That, I'm thinking, let's even wait because we can let's dissect that one, fam. Just on the Portugal team, Diaz, yeah. Diaz has been disappointing so far for me. Like, he's actually been one of the worst defenders, not even like just an average team. He's actually, yeah, been, nah, he's, he's been, he's generally just been bad. Like, he's generally been bad. I don't think he's a bad player, obviously. I like him, but he's been bad. And fam, man, man, man. Cook me for this, but you know, give me Maguire over him, bro. Bro, 
Bro, bro they saw they saw what Maguire was on last game. Bro, just like not even bro, on. He's off an injury. He hasn't. He didn't miss a, a step. Just, just calm ones, bro. Just normals, bro. Normal. Even, what was the ball he played to Kane? Bro, uh, pick that out. Bro, come on, man. And and meanwhile, I'm watching Diaz kicking the ball out of play for Portugal under pressure, bro. Bro, I can't lie. I've yeah. noticed that in his game. Like, if you turn on the heat a bit, yeah, he looks a bit, bit a mm. bit panicky. Like, in comparison to... That's why Stones is nice next day, minute Because Stones has yeah, yeah. obviously got a lot of quality on the ball. Yeah, Stones is better on the ball than him, definitely. I think Diaz is decent on the ball, but I don't think he's in that Stones-Maguire tier. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, people, I know people would definitely disagree. Like, that's calm. Like, but for me, I think Maguire just, I would I would have Maguire for his on-ball ability. And I think <clears throat> he's he can defend a lot of situations better. I know, obviously, the pace thing is big, but Diaz ain't rapid. Diaz is a fast. Diaz ain't rapid either, bro. Diaz ain't fast. And, yeah, and I feel like, I think maybe because Diaz hasn't been making those kind of in-your-face mistakes. Yeah. Because when, when Maguire makes a mistake, it's a big one. You know what I mean? It's like, it's big, yeah, I can't. You know, when Maguire does something wrong, it's a howler. It's a howler, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. So I think man still have that image of Maguire. So and Diaz, I think it's fair to say Diaz definitely had a better season than Maguire, even though Maguire had a great season. So I think like right now, the international stage is the stage where you kind of prove who's better, isn't it? Mm. I mean, personally, I mean, obviously people will say that they'd have Diaz over Maguire, but for me, I'm having Maguire, bro. I'm taking Maguire. Maguire in 2021 has been one of the best in in the world, to be honest. He's getting respected finally, fam. Yeah, people are starting to see it, innit? What it was here was that they see 80 mil and they want, they want like Van Dyke on crack. But like, when you just rate him like as his own, as an individual, innit? Like, For his own quality in it, like you can see, it's very clear to see what Maguire brings. Exactly, man. Sometimes you know what it is, yeah. Sometimes I feel like, especially on Twitter, yeah, people need to just drown out the noise. Like, yes, loads of people are telling you this guy's shit. People are telling you he's a flop, he's a fridge, whatever. Think for yourself, please. Literally. Just sit, like, take all, drown all the noise out. Watch this guy play football. Like, just watch him without thinking about what you've heard about him or knowing. You know, what I mean, just just watch him. Yeah. I, I think it'll be hard to come to the conclusion that he's bad. When men say 80 mil, Van Dyke, okay, cool. That's when people are like, what? what? Do you know what I mean? Men will start laughing in that. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously he's not Van Dyke level. But when you just watch him, just drown it out and watch him play. And I feel like people are doing that when they when they watched him against Czech uh, Republic. Because yeah, that was the United shirt. So now they can. Bro, now they can rate. I'm seeing yeah. Man City fans, Arsenal fans saying, oh, wait, Maguire's actually cold. You know what I mean? So, yeah, literally. But yeah, all right. But yeah, that Portugal one, but so you got you got Belgium. I got, I got, no, I got Portugal. No, I got Portugal, but I think, I think it'll be actually, I'd say a high scoring game, but Santos is involved. So, but I'd say, I'd say Belgium, Belgium could devastate them in it. But I'd say Portugal have enough quality to push them over the edge. Yeah, I. Yeah, now nah, let's see how that one goes. This one's interesting. Croatia versus Spain. Spain, whoa. I don't know. Spain, when I watch Spain, like, obviously, golden generation days are just long gone. Yeah, long gone. Long gone. And then when I see them, I feel like, I can't help but feel like 
in terms of goal scoring and stuff, they're a bit toothless. Yeah, definitely. If I just as a team, I find them quite toothless. Like, yeah. I, I don't. So. I don't know what to expect from this game, to be honest. Yeah, Spain, bro. For me, yeah, it's kind of disappointing. I had Spain, yeah, as the team that were basically yeah. gonna be what Italy were. Like a dark horse team. Like not even dark horse, but like sleeping giant. Like okay, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, people yeah. like this is it's basically what I did with Italy, isn't it? Like people are sleeping on them. They yeah, okay, they're not as good as they once were, but they're actually a bit better than you guys think. And I think yeah. they're gonna show something. And I thought it was gonna be that, but it's been Italy. It's not been Spain. And yeah, just been poor, bro, toothless. Morata, that's my guy, isn't it? But I know he's not that level. I'm young. Not winning that championship. Right you know Sorry. what is, yeah? Marat is one of them players that you, you'll love forever for me, innit? Because I know man hate yeah. Me, I love him forever, innit? Because man even used to watch him like Real Madrid, Castilla days, like young. Mm. So I've seen his whole journey, so that's my guy. But this guy might be kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> he's not leading no one nowhere. He's not lit. He's not lit. He's, he's not lit. not the one, bro. He's a nearly player. He's, so... he's a nearly player. Like, yeah, like, he's just like, yeah. if there was some things that he had in it, he yeah. but he doesn't have them. He's never going to have them. He's not quite that guy. Like, he'll score. And when he'll score, man will milk the fuck out of it. But yeah. can't count on him. And he is going to miss some shot, some, you know, some, houses, some stupid chances. You know what I mean? So, but that is my dog. And I do think, don't get to this, he's not like super shit. You know what I mean? Like, he can still score, isn't it? Like, he has good records for Spain. I think he's like one in two for Spain. Do you know what I mean? So, he can score, but he's definitely not that guy. You know what I mean? He's not like that yeah. prime Torres level. You know what I mean? David Villar. It's not that. They don't really have a talisman. Yeah. So, Spain, Spain are, they're not who they once were. Of course. Shout out Paul Torres, though. That's my guy. That's a baller. He's been good. He's been impressive. If anyone that's really been watching, they know that he's been impressive this tournament. So, shout out Paul Torres. That's my dog. No, he, he's good, man. He's good. You got to dispel a couple myths about him, a couple Lindelof myths, comparisons, and that. Yeah. You know. It's when people brought up the aerial numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like fast, but like deceptively quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So something like that, isn't it? But yeah, now shout out Pau Torres. Croatia, I think Croatia are fully washed though. But yeah, I think they're, kind of, they're starting Kovacic in midfield, like it's peak I, I think they were good against Scotland and they and they won that game. But I think they actually washed in it, like against a good side still. So I, I I've got I've actually got Spain to win this. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. It's tight, isn't it? It is tight. I don't think too much separates them right now. Yeah, it could go either way, definitely. But I think Mexico, Spain, I think possession, they'll just end up getting chances. 5-0 their last game. So maybe they'll just have a bit more confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think player for player, they're better as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, France, Switzerland, this got to be the... That should be, that should be a comfy one for France. This is... this. you know what game this is? This is Mbappe, can you please turn up game? Like You think like they, they won't create as much as we think they will. Even like, even like, this is supposed to be your tournament where you take over and show everyone you're the best in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
and you've not really done that yet, can you give us a goal and a man of the match display? We're waiting. He's been, he's been see, close. Bro, you see, you see those those pictures with the man holding that that Heineken thing with the star of the match. Yeah. We need one with Mbappe. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's that kind Fact. of player. That's what we need. You fucking Lindelof has one, bro. Yeah, like man, man, some crazy man are going home with one, like Shakiri and that going home with one. Mbappe, you're supposed to be best in the world, or like the new, the new face, the face of the new era. Yeah, new, can, new era of Can you make this tournament your own and go and win Ballon d'Or? You know what I mean? And so far, he's not yeah. really done it. The goal against Germany that was offside would have been that moment, like okay, that well, was that was my scream. I can't lie, bro. The thing was crazy. I was screaming. I was screaming, bro. That was the fucking goal. That's what man said. Man said that was the goal that you, you know it's offside, but you just allow it anyway. I just allow it, bro. You can't kill it, fam. Serious. Nah, serious. England, Germany. What are we saying? I'm thinking England are gonna get touched. Yeah, I think I think that England are gonna get waxed. Three nil thing or something. It might be crazy, but I think I think they're gonna get outclassed. It's so weird, like one's watching England, isn't it? Like they're just bare toothless. Yeah. Like and I saw Germany against Portugal, in it, and they were just all over them for nine minutes, bro. Even when they conceded first, it's ruthless, bro. They were all over them, and when when I see this England team, in it, like Rice and Phillips, you know, it, it shouldn't be a pivot. It's like him and Danilo, like why? Yeah. Like I've I've been saying that midfield screaming for Bellingham. Yeah. Like from like his ability to carry it from deep and progress the ball forward and he's physical as well. Like he'll give them another dynamic that they need. Therefore, definitely. Mm. There's just a lot of things about England that just make them bare toothless, like now, Walker was in a position the last game, and I'm thinking if Trent is there, that is finding Kane on his head or yeah. something. Yeah, nah, man. Mm. <clears throat> England, man. It's, and this is why I think Germany will win, because I actually see England as a similar version of Portugal, where on paper, they're amazing. Yeah. But actually, their coaches are a bit conservative. Not really getting the best out of players. The team kind of play a bit like strangers. So they're going to end up being underwhelming. So that's how I see Portugal and and England a little bit. Like, they could well get it together, but it might yeah, be a problem. They still don't know their best 11. A thing like that, innit? So, it feels like everyone know. else knows their best 11. Except... Yeah. Except England. And um, it's like, for me, England have the problem of the formations. So are you going to play 4-3-3 and perhaps sacrifice the wings and let Gozens and Kimmich just go crazy? Or are you going to play five at the back and perhaps give up possession and rely on the counter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like 
in my the way I view it, if England go five at the back, that is them conceding defeat. You think? I've like, especially with what's it called? How how toothless they are anyway in attack. Yeah. Anyway, and they take a pretty positive formation. So imagine that in a five at the back, like I don't see them creating anything. Yeah, nah, that's the creativity definitely gonna be the issue. Definitely. But for me, I actually would do five at the back. Because I think, yeah, that you have to just cancel out the wing back threat for Germany. Wing back threat is uh, crazy still. I think, think that you need to get into half time still drawing or maybe one up or something. And then well, maybe still drawing and then chase a goal in the halfway, um the halfway stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Switch. But I think that because when I watched the Portugal game, it was like straight out the bat, bang. Ten minutes in, it could have been 3-0. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that set the tone for the rest of the game. So I feel like England don't want to fall into that trap. Maybe for the first 45. And then I just remembered that. Rudy was really impressed. Yeah. Rudy has played really well so far. Yeah, he has been good still. So. I don't know. I'd say I understand the logic behind five at the back because you want to match the like. Kimmich is creatively like he's nuts in it. Yeah. He passes. He'll constantly be putting balls in dangerous areas, stuff like that. You saw Gosens as well. Like very dynamic. Like he was. He had some middle stressed. Yeah. Stress, bro. Stressed. So. I understand that like, trying to neutralize that, forcing them to play through. I think, I think England with the right midfield could could give Germany a, a good midfield battle. But yeah. that, that depends on the profile. Like if yeah, if I, you're I, seeing again, it's like well, the midfield is interesting because. I feel like Germany's midfield, depending on Goretzka, but if they do Gundogan and Crows, I think that can get overrun. If you put, it a, can. You put I saw little, even flipping for Dortmund. I saw Bellingham. Bellingham yeah. was the best field on the pitch. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like you could get. I'm, Bellingham's definitely not going to start, but you could get maybe a Henderson in there, a bit of energy. Maybe he'll probably get. He'll get passed off the pitch. Maybe, but the Henderson might be a problem. Yeah, the 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 you know the intensity might be there because I feel like if you let Germany chill, you let Cruz set his base, start popping it about, it could be a long night. Mm. So I think that definitely the midfield battle needs to get won. The wing backs, obviously, we spoke about that. And going forward, what would your front three be? Um, in a in a five at the back. Yeah, say we do all like a three four three, something like that. Greenish Kane Sterling. Yeah, I agree actually. Greenish Kane Sterling. Keeping faith in Kane, isn't it? Have to, man. You have to like BCL is not that guy, man. Yeah, he, yeah, man. He's yeah, a he's a man subbing it because like he's a ridiculous athlete and like he'll he'll he can pose a threat if like you're getting loads of good chances in the box like that. Cool for BCL, but I don't. I think you just have to stick with Kane because like the quality difference is just mad. It's mad, bro. And Kane, he's been poor. Might it just be a slow start though, man? Hopefully, in the knockouts, he finds some rhythm. 
And he is the kind of guy that can win a tie like that. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like you have yeah, to. Literally, like, I feel like even sometimes, sometimes you just need your biggest game changers on. Sometimes, sometimes four needs to be disregarded slightly. Defo, defo. Sterling as well, yeah. This is this is funny because the way people have been talking about Sterling all year, you wouldn't think that going into the round of 16, we would be saying, yeah, Sterling has to start. Literally, bro. Seeing people ask whether you should be in the plane at all. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It just shows what people... Yeah, you know I mean, it just shows how people interpret football, fam, because Sterling was so clearly vital to this squad, and he's proved it. He's the only England player that's shown that he can score a goal in this competition. Literally. No one ever was talking about his numbers beforehand. Like, I remember 2018, what? I, I don't... I don't I don't think they played him on the wing at all until this tournament. Yeah. Like, they were playing him in weird roles, like, off the strike yeah. call at 10. It definitely weren't working for him. And it's just funny, isn't it? It just shows that sometimes, like, form does kind of have to go out the window at the start of a tournament. You know what I mean? Because Thanks. he showed what he can do, in it? in these last kind of three years, okay, he had a bad year. He might not be the player he once was, but he's come to the Euros with a point to prove and he's been England's most important um, forward. And Grealish, yeah, that cross just showed that little bit of quality that he has, that England squad's kind of been crying out for. You know what I mean? Take someone on, take it to the byline, uh, chip it in, back post. I feel like that kind of quality is what's needed in these later rounds and he's kind of become the na- like the nation's hero and I feel like he should get a nod you know what I mean yeah 100 100 and it's weird as well when you think about months ago like Southgate didn't even want Grievous there like yeah. like I remember one time he got man in the match he started talking about Mason Mount and whatever yeah. like it was just very weird but now like you basically can't drop him yeah, you cannot drop him, man. And you know what it is, yeah? Even if he did drop him, I feel like the whole nation would just be on him. Literally. Media, pundits, everyone would be on him. They'd be like, Grealish just got an assist. Why are you taking him off? You know what I mean? Fam, the way man love Grealish is crazy, bro. Grealish has the, has the streets, fam. He's got the streets, bro. Everyone loves him, bro. Everyone loves him. Do you think he'll move, by the way? Huh? Do you think he'll move? I don't see it. Not this summer, at least. Not if they're going for Kane in the same summer, because that was, that was a fish win it. Yeah. I think I think City are the only guys that would go for him in the, le- in the league. Yeah. I don't think we'll go for him. I don't think it's a move that makes much sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I don't think Arsenal will go for him just because they can't afford to. Especially you're seeing um, they slapped, what, 50 M's on the table for Ben White. Yeah. Oh, so I don't think that will happen. I don't, I think he'll stay again. And they're obviously having some quality around him as well, didn't Did Bendia join Villa or like, was it just a bid? Yeah, yeah, no, he joined still. He signed for yeah, them. And then yeah, I'm trying yeah. to sign Smith Rowe as well. Yeah, they, they, I saw the bid for Smith Rowe. That's so cheeky, man. Cheeky still. And they put in another one, you know. 
They're gonna put in another one apparently. Oh, cheeky. They're cheeky still. They're cheeky. Uh, it's it's funny as well because like it what it would work. Like you would yeah. Fit in. It would be interesting to see how it works still. Yeah, but Arsenal never letting that happen still. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't still. But yeah, now nah, Grealish definitely definitely got to start for me. And I think I'm gonna go Germany though, but. Yeah, man. I, just, I don't know, man. Hopefully, England show me something in it. But yeah, from what yeah. I've seen, it's not promising in it. But yeah. <clears throat> all right, last game: Sweden versus Ukraine. I got, I got Sweden. I got Sweden. But one thing I wanna say: like Zinchenko is actually proper wavy. Yeah, he's cold still. He's cold. <laughs> he's decent still. Like. His thing, like, technically is, is clean and yeah, positionally. Yeah. Now, he's a player. He's a player, definitely. He's a player still. He's a player. I think, I think I've, I got Ukraine still. I think Ukraine got, got a couple couple pieces there. Got a couple ballers. Yeah, nice. malenko has been doing his thing. Yeah, Yarmolenko, fam. When the when he puts on that Ukraine shirt, he's looking bro, like a robber. He's different gravy for country, bro. I feel like... The world, the tournament is screaming out for an Isaac goal because Isaac's been showing the performances, bro. They've been top, top, top quality, bro. Like he's been showing us centre forward play, bro. He's been showing us like he's he's six five and he can move his feet like that, like it's bro. crazy. He's looking like young Ebro. Like literally, bro. Like at that height to be coordinated and technical like that is scary, fam. And you can make a chance up. <laughs> Hey, but I hear this comparison though. I got him as a comparison to Henri. In terms of the way he strides the ball. Yeah. The and long And you know the, those little janky runs past like two yeah. or three defenders with nah, a big strike. A couple big touches, but they're controlled. I got him there. I, I got that. him as a, a little Henri one. Let's see the finishing, because if there's anything that's lacking so far, it's been the finishing. But he's so young, like fam, for me, like I feel like someone like Spurs, if they sell Kane, he has to come in as a replacement. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen Arsenal fans Arsenal. talk about as well. Like, that would be a perfect signing for the club. Perfect. So, I, I, bro, I advocate for that. I've been saying it. I said it. I think on the Arsenal episode with Mo, um, with Moss, I said that I think that match should be in for Isaac, or even before mm-hmm. then. Isaac, yeah. a lot of people could with him, man. That's a pro. Even, even actually, City are gonna get Kane in it. But if it was a thing where it was going and they weren't in for it, no one, like, he could work there. Yeah, they, they could take him still. Do you know what it is, yeah? For me, his game is real. When you watch it's it, real, yeah, bro. you see and you see him going past players, you see the kind of touches, just how he looks on the ball, the confidence. His he game is real. He can bring others play. He can he's create for himself. Yeah, it's, he's, not, he's not selling me a fake story. You know certain men are selling you a fake story, yeah. like, hearing them for... 25 goals in whatever league and that and you, you're just hearing stories about them and they and they sound close they sound um cold but yeah. but then you watch it and then maybe something's missing like technical security stuff like that in it but yeah. then when you look at Isaac, it's like all right cool yeah i can tell i can tell that you're comfortable on the ball i can tell you can pop it about i can tell that you can run at defenders you know what i mean so for me i feel like it would be a, a calculated low risk signing for any club to be honest I don't yeah. think it would cost that much. Probably, I don't even know. Man, that's talking about like 50 mil. I feel like it goes like. That's pennies, in my opinion. That's a, 
that's a deal. That's a deal. That's a deal. That's kind of a no-brainer almost. Bro. I'd, I'd 100% pay 50 mil for that. I'll take him still. I'll take him at United. But, um, that's, a, that's a good player. That's a good player. Bro. But yeah, man. We're going to run this episode up, man. It was a bit of a waffle session, man. We was going nah. every... That's what happens from this football fam. That's what happens. Football, bro. Niggas just want to talk all the time. And you know what it is, yeah? Because so much has happened since I last had an episode, there's just bare stuff on my mind, fam. You know what I mean? So it's just like... Yeah. Say one name is just bringing me back to bare shit, innit? So that's just how it goes. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the pod, bro. Well, I feel it was a good episode, man. I was I cracking up. For large parts, man. Now, all right, that rounds up the episode. If you're still listening, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I thought it was a funny one, man. I know that the audio was really bad in patches, so I apologize for that. Obviously, with COVID, I still got to be doing these calls um, online, which is annoying. But um, as soon as I can, I'm gonna start doing this stuff in person so that the audio quality and the experience is way better for you guys. But it is what it is, man. But thank you so much for listening, anyway. And see you next time.